from the All Indiana Podcast Network. This is AC's Conversations. AC's Conversations is about sports, music, TV, movies, and more. Everything and more. Everything is ready to go. That include the latest news and rumors, along with interviews with the biggest names in sports and entertainment. This is AC's Conversations with your host, AC Sports Director. The man is the real deal. Let's go to work, brother. Anthony, Anthony Calhoun. Hi, everybody. Coming up on this edition of AC's Conversations, all a part of the All Indiana Podcast Network. Uh, Spent some time with Ball State head football coach Mike New. And, man, we talk about everything, about the upcoming season, his talented quarterback, about his new contract, and also Drew Brees, his relationship with him. And he tells us a story about Drew Brees, what he did for his son that you won't believe. It's all coming up right here on AC's Conversations. If you ever thought about starting a podcast of your own, All Indiana Podcast Network can help you get started. Here's your chance to talk about the things you love, history, hobbies, vacation and travel, investing, true crime, love and romance, furry friends, whatever you like. Share your stories and start a podcast today. All Indiana Podcast Network can help you create, produce, distribute, and promote your podcast. For more information, email contact at allindianapodcast.com. That's contact at allindianapodcast.com. Coach, thank you so much for taking the time to, to spend some time with us here um, on, on my podcast. You know I have the utmost respect for you, and I just appreciate you taking the time and do it. But uh, first things first, where are you, and how are you doing le- during this little off time? Well, obviously right now during the month of July, trying to enjoy a little bit of time away from the facility uh, just to regroup, make sure the batteries uh, are recharged and where they need to be uh, so that when we get back into training camp here, uh, we're ready to go full speed. I I was gone for a couple of weeks down in Georgia uh, visiting my wife's family. Uh, I am back now in Muncie here, uh, and I'll be here from now until the end of uh, the month. Uh, just really relaxing, spending some time with my uh, with my kids, um, you know, hanging with them. My wife's working full time, so uh, my time sneaking away and, and being somewhere else besides Muncie, Indiana, uh, are definitely gone for the summer. But uh, it's been great to be away, just relax a little bit, spend time with my family. That's great, and you know what what a year for you and your your football program last year, first ever bowl win. Incredible in, in program history. First MAC title since 1996. I mean, look, we know you. You've played there. You, you know how much that program means to you. But when you reflect about it now, what comes to your mind after what you guys accomplished last season? You know, AC, I just think about all the tough days that we had here. Uh, last year was my fifth year. Yes, that was my goal when I first came back to Ball State was to help our program and my alma mater get back to championship football. And uh, there were some tough days. I think back about 2000 to the 2017 season when uh, we were getting beat uh, very handsomely. We were losing games by 30 points, 40 points on a regular basis. And I just remember continuing to preach the message in the locker room about staying positive and tough times never last tough people do uh and one day down the road uh all the all the growing pains and all the tough days that we're going through it'll pay off and uh i'll never forget that moment of victory uh when we were able to clock finally hit zero at ford field there in detroit uh just to look at the faces of some of those young men that were in that locker room in 2017 and, and just 
think about uh, those guys staying here and staying the course and not making the decision uh, to, to move on or try to put their name in the transfer portal and uh, just looked at every one of them and, and had a chance to go around the locker room and tell them how, each one of them how much I loved them and appreciated them uh, just believing and trusting in the process and uh, to, to be able to finish it off with a championship like that was was uh, you know was awesome. You know, it's amazing to see with moments like that what it can do for a program when you're successful and you're on these win streaks. Have you can have you kind of reaped those benefits? Are you seeing those right now during this offseason of, you know, in your recruiting and just, you know, just the from the fan base of just the excitement about your program right now? You know, I'm a big believer. Everything happens in life for a reason. And that year, yes, it, it was unfortunate that we weren't able to have our families, friends, longtime fans in the stands or with us on the road during last year. But, uh, you know, we're coming off a year like that. 16 out of the 22 seniors made the decision to come back. We returned 20 out of 22 starters. We just built a brand indoor facility that opened up uh, the first part of April. So, there's a lot of unbelievable momentum right now for our program. What it's done for us in recruiting some of the some of the young men and prospects we've been able to attract uh, because of the success from last year, because of the momentum, because of the indoor facility. Uh, a lot of things are lining up, and uh, you know it's been great. Uh, you know what's happened for us in recruiting, and uh, really just feel like we're just getting started right now. And uh, uh, our you know our goal is to make sure that we sustain success now that we've had uh, you know a year like we did that resulted in a championship in the first bowl game. And now it's our challenge to sustain that. Yeah, and I think you know the excitement. And just the folks that are just pumped about this upcoming season. I mean, you got so many starters come back. I'm going to talk to you more about that in a moment. But I got to say, congratulations to you on this contract extension that's going to keep you there at least to 2025. I was so happy. I remember seeing you at the um, at the NCAA tournament. You were there with your family watching some basketball at Baker's Life, and I was like, Coach, I said, When's this extension coming? When's it coming? And you were like, Hey, it'll hopefully it come it'll come soon. And obviously, it did. Um, I know it's nice. I mean, listen, you do it because the passion you have for these kids, of course, the school. um, But I know it's got to make you feel good when you know you have, um, you know, the university backing you and and giving you an extension for a job well done, not just last year, but over the time you've been there. Well, I'm very thankful. Uh, Obviously, I know there were some tough days here. And, you know, President Mearns was not the president at Ball State when I was hired. Beth Getz was not the athletic director at Ball State when I was hired. So I'm extremely appreciative to both of them uh, for sticking with me during some some challenging days and believing in what we were doing, trying to raise young men. Uh, And we were making some gains. It wasn't quite as fast, obviously, sometimes as as everyone would like. But I'm very appreciative to them for their support sticking with me. And uh, it's just a great feeling. I love this place. This is my alma mater. Um, I care deeply uh, about uh, this university and uh, about having a successful football program where, yes, we're having success on the field, but we're raising great young men to go make a difference in the world. And uh, I'm thankful, uh, you know, that they have, uh, you know, given me an extension uh, t- to be the head football coach here at Ball State for the foreseeable future. And, and I'm, I'm make, my job is is to make sure that we keep building on the success that we had and 
to make you know to to have a program that everybody would be proud of and be proud to support and we're you know emphasizing you know success in the classroom we're emphasizing success on the field and then you know our young men are leaving here and and they're going to make a difference in the world and so uh, i'm fortunate Uh, i love doing what i do you mentioned that Uh, i do it because uh, of my love uh, and 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 i I certainly enjoy and, and take a lot of pride in being a father figure to some degree to all these young men that I'm fortunate enough to coach. I love it, coach. I love it. We, we know you, you do that. It's so evident talking to your players and just folks who played for you in the past, they have nothing but the utmost respect for you and just how much you've made a difference in their lives. And that's just, that's awesome to hear. Um, now you, you got a lot of pressure on you now. Because when you hey when you start winning when you start winning seven in a row you're going bowl games and you're getting things done for the first time in the history of the program obviously expectations go to another level and I know that you you welcome with open arms but uh, what has been your message to your football team as you get set for this upcoming season with handling the pressure and the high expectations? Yeah, right now we're the hunted. You know, yeah. Everybody wants a piece of us, and and we embrace that. When you're at the top and you want to stay at the top, you have to understand and recognize that, hey, man, that's a position, and that's that's what goes along with that. So I thought it was great this offseason when we started way back in January. Uh, we have a you know pretty consistent training, um, you know, uh, uniform that we wear with a, a pair of black shorts with, ESU on the shorts and then we just have one at a time on a great t-shirt and our strength coach put a target on the back of every one of those t-shirts to make sure it was a nice reminder to everybody that hey man they're coming for us we're the hunted uh, but my message has been very loud and clear from day one that make sure that you're coming back here uh, all the guys that made the decision to come back uh, you're ready to go back to work and that means those 6 a.m. workouts we all need to make sure we love and embrace them that's part of the process and just because we were good at something a year ago doesn't guarantee that we'll be good at it again this year unless we go back we go back to the process uh, all the hard work that it takes to put yourself in a position uh, to win games and be successful so I've been so proud of our team so proud of our leaders our leadership council uh, we've worked harder this off season than we have uh, any previous offseason, and that tells me the mindset is right. Uh, guys are starving uh, to stay at the top now that we've had some success and we've been through the growing pains and all the hard work that it took to get there. Guys have embraced going back to square one and working as, as hard as we possibly can uh, to make sure we give ourselves a chance heading into the season. I love it. I love hearing you say that. They're working harder than they did last year because they know all those expectations. So what, 20 out of the 22 um, starters, they're returning. That's unbelievable, Coach. Um, how, how do you manage that? And I guess, in the, and when you think about it, though, I mean, you gotta, you gotta love it. One, you know, you're gonna have prime talent on the field, but these guys have been there. They've done it. They know what it takes to win, right? So that's gotta be an advantage there, right? There's no question. Those guys all know what it takes to win. They, they, they know what it takes uh, to, to experience that feeling in the locker room or on the field after a win. They also know what that feeling's like to stand on the field and have your heart ripped out uh, after a tough gut-wrenching loss. Uh, And so I had a conversation with every one of them individually in my office and told them, make sure that you are not fat and happy. We, yes, we accomplished our goal of winning a ring, put that to the side. Now we're going to go chase that ring's friend. Uh, So make sure when you come back in here uh, that you're ready to grind. And you know, I'm telling every young person in our program, when I meet with them one-on-one, 
don't take a back seat to an upperclassman. You make sure you're nipping at his heels. You're trying to get his job because if we're all in that mindset, iron sharpens iron. And uh, obviously uh, competition is what's going to make us better. And so uh, all of our young guys know uh, that that's the approach they need to have. And all of our veterans know that there is no time for me to be fat and happy here. We're going to have a chance to do it again. Yeah. You know, you know this when it comes to the game of football. And, I mean, look, we know it's a team game. But if you don't have good quarterback play, you're not. You're just not going to make it. You're not going to be successful. And, boy, do you have outstanding quarterback coming back and Drew Plitt. Um, we saw the numbers, what he did last year. What, what does that do for you and this offense, having a guy like him, you know, calling the shots offensively for you guys and a guy, who, like you said, who has, who has been through it last year? Yeah, Drew's worked so hard uh, to establish himself as a quarterback. He a lot of time in the film room by himself, sacrificing uh, whatever might be his personal time outside of the building. He sacrificed a lot of time to study the game and, and to perfect the offense. And so to have him come back, uh, you know, with a year like that under his belt and with the number of snaps that he's played, it's great because it's like having another coach on the field and he's going to have a lot more responsibility. His responsibility will continue to grow at the line of scrimmage. He'll have some packages where depending on the coverage, depending on the front, uh, he'll be able to get us in the right play at the line of scrimmage. And uh, those are things that in his development, hope, you know, knowing what his goals are to have a chance to play past the college level. I think those things are important in his development. He's embraced that. And he's, he's worked so hard this off season I uh, really continuing to take care of his body. What can I do to give myself an edge? You know, whether it's through my uh, training, whether it's through my recovery, whether it's through my mental preparation. And I think it's great. He left this morning. He flew uh, down to New Orleans or down to Louisiana to be part of the Manning Passing Academy for the next three days to work as a counselor. So to be around that family and to learn the game of football and to be able to bring something back here uh, that he can apply to his game this fall, I think is awesome uh, for him. So, uh, excited about uh, Drew Plitt coming back here, and uh, you know he can put himself in a totally separate category as a quarterback uh, at Ball State University. I, I agree, and it's so cool to hear you talk about the Peyton Manning Passing Academy. I think it's year 25, which is unbelievable. I remember when Peyton was here playing for the Colts and how we would try to figure out a way to get down to, to Louisiana to cover the event, but you know, obviously Peyton making his way to Canton coming up a few weeks from now, and um, as you know, you've met him many times, um, as good as it gets. And I, I think your QB is going to have an opportunity um, to go to the next level um, after he's done with you guys. And um, I wish him all the best. Um, Coach, I do want to ask you about this this upcoming schedule. And, man, it's tough. Um, but what kind of let's, – let's talk a little bit about it and just um, give me your, your thoughts on some of the games that, you know, obviously you look at that Penn State game that, that stands out, your, your home opener as well. Um any message you want to send to the fans, especially when you guys are at home playing? I mean, we know what happened last year. Fans can come because of COVID-19. But, look, we need to pack the place out for you guys this year, right? No question, AC, and I'm glad you mentioned that. There's nothing better than being able to play a home game in front of a full stadium and a full crowd. And we need our fans, and hopefully they're all excited uh, and it's given them a great reason to want to come out, to want to buy season tickets, to want to get themselves to Schumann Stadium because we play an exciting brand of football. Uh, we're a complete team. Both, you know, obviously play championship defense, play an exciting brand of offense, very consistent special teams play. Uh, it's a great game, and we need our community, and we need the support from our state 
to come out and and, uh, and have a great uh, you know atmosphere for our home games. You know, I'm I'm guilty. I always have tunnel vision. We play Western Illinois game number one on a Thursday night here to get things kicked off. But everybody wants to talk about uh, you know our game versus Penn State. Week yeah, two, me, years, like me. <laughs> 20-year anniversary of 9-11, so it's going to be unbelievable to take the field on that Saturday knowing uh, what happened 20 years previously. So yeah. uh, what a great opportunity for our kids, much like the Notre Dame game two years ago, uh, to be able to play in a, a venue like that with a storied program, storied history. What a great opportunity for us. I know our guys are uh, obviously excited about that. It takes a lot in terms of preparation for a uh, an opponent like that, but we'll be ready to go and we'll make sure that, uh, you know, we, we get up, we leave out of here on that Friday to travel. Uh, it's, we'll be have a great game plan in place and our guys will be excited for that stage and handling the noise and uh, all the adversity that will come with that. And then we go on the road against Wyoming. Well, we've got a great opponent that, uh, that, you know, coach, uh, has done a great job out there with that program, very competitive year in year out. So it'll be great challenge on the road. Uh, and then our final non-conference game uh, is against Army here at home at Schumann Stadium. That's another one where, you know, packing the house here yeah. and, and playing against one of the service academies. Uh, not only is it a great to have a great crowd to support Ball State, but also show appreciation for our service academies and the sacrifices that they make uh, for our country and for us to be able to do what we do. So uh, it's a great schedule. It's a great non-conference schedule. Uh, obviously excited about that, but you mentioned that we want a full house here at Schumann Stadium, and we need our fans, and uh, hopefully we've given them a great reason to want to come out. Ball State's in a great place right now uh, playing championship football, and uh, we need to create a home field advantage for our football team and for our, for our young men. You know, I was so grateful that you, you've been such a big supporter of mine and the charity that I do for Teachers Treasures over the years, and it was so great to have you at the um, at the outing um, last month. And I um, want to ask you, so what are some hobbies for you? What, what are you like? What have you been able to do during your – I know you spend time with your family, but what have you been able to do during this little short time off that you have? Yeah, obviously I love – you know, my, my, my in-laws live on a lake, so going down there and spending time on the lake and, you know, skiing and tubing with the boys and fishing and uh, then obviously coming back here. I, I just like to be outdoors, love to play a lot of golf, I uh, wish my golf game was better. Uh, I love to play a lot of golf. I've uh, been to Top Golf with my boys. Uh, obviously, uh, try to sneak over and go to the amusement parks. Took them down. I'm a big kid, man, so I love to ride roller coasters. Really? Uh, where Where at? Where Where'd you go? Where you go? Kings Island. Uh, yeah. Cedar Point. Uh, those are just ones that we can get to. Oh easily, yeah. But you know, got to do the fast pass. How many times can I ride <laughs> one of those roller coasters in one day? <laughs> Hey, what is a record for you? How many have you done in a day with the boys? Well, I, listen, I just went yesterday with the boys. We went to King's Island. We did Fast Pass. I think I, I, you know, the new roller coaster, the newest one anyway, is the Orion. And, and I think we were on that thing six times yesterday, which is amazing. <laughs> and it goes 91 miles an hour. So a little bit of shaky jello there by the end of the day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Couple more questions, and I'll get you out of here. And we appreciate you joining us here on AC's Conversations. Um, you know, we were talking about Peyton, and we know he's headed to the Hall of Fame in a couple of weeks. But it leads me to think about Drew Brees, who you spent so much time with down in New Orleans with the Saints, and obviously he retired last year. And we know he'll be in Canton one day as well. Um, what, what do you have to say about just the career he's had? 
uh, not just on the field but off the field as well. I mean, you had some really close moments with this guy. Um, how special was it to be able to, um, you know, play a small part in his career? Uh, just a just a blessing and very fortunate to have, to have been a part of his time in New Orleans. Not and you mentioned it. Not just what because he of of what he did on the field and how remarkable a career he had as a player, but he helped rebuild that community in New Orleans. I was down in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina and saw the devastation and moved to San Antonio for nine months, but then to come back. Uh, and for Drew Brees to come be a part of the Saints organization back in 2006 and to see what that did to help rebuild the Gulf South uh, and to rebuild the New Orleans Saints organization and to rebuild the fan base to where it was a, you know, a, a you know, waiting list for season tickets and to embrace being involved in the community and to move right down into the heart of the city. Uh, and to do his part in community service to help get the fans and uh, to basically give them new life again. And he's such a remarkable human being. And I tell everybody I've ever had a opportunity to meet has asked me that question. He really is. In my experience and, and in my experience with him and having an opportunity to witness it, I truly believe he is a better human being than he is a football player. He cares and he would give anybody the shirt off of his back. Uh, and he just cares about people and he wants to try to help anybody and everybody that he can uh, just be, to become a better person. And uh, he's so humble. He's so hardworking, uh, obviously, to, to be a, a, you know, a six-foot quarterback and to have a career in the NFL as long as he did. That tells you a lot about his work ethic about his consistency, sticking to his process every single day uh, in order to be the best version of himself. And it was so awesome to see. Nobody knows this story, but one of my favorite stories ever was after ball, after the games were over at the Superdome in Louisiana, he would go upstairs. You know, we had a family area where, you know, I'd have a meal after the game, but he would go back down to the game field with all the little kids. And my youngest son happened to be the same age of, of his oldest son, and so Drew would throw the ball with those guys on the field for an hour, hour and a half, whatever it took after the game. But the last thing he would do is he'd send them all to the tunnel and he'd, he'd be the announcer and he'd announce the starting lineup and all the kids would run out when he would announce them. That was awesome. Uh, and to see what that did for, you know, my son uh, was really cool. That's awesome, Coach. I can just, just hear your voice. I know that that meant a lot to you and, um, he was he was a good one, man. He was great, and I know he's going to do well with our with our friend Tony Dungy uh, on um, uh, NBC's coverage of their um, Sunday Night Football coming up with uh, Drew Brees and Coach Dungy, and obviously Mike Tirico as well. Coach, listen, thank you so so much for taking time to join us here on AC's Conversations. Man, I'll be rooting big time for you. We'll be up there uh, for your first game to kick things off. And look, we want to be talking about you guys going back to another bowl game as well. So all the best to you, my friend. AC, I appreciate you, man. You and your team are the absolute best. And I can't say thanks enough for your support for, for our program here and, and uh, for allowing me to be on your show. Man, wasn't that a lot of fun spending time there with Mike New? I wish him all the best with his football team upcoming season. I know we got a lot of cards fans that listen to AC's conversations, and um, I know you'll be cheering with a lot of pride, cheering on your Ball State Cardinals this upcoming 
football season. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to AC's Conversations. Of course, we got more great interviews coming your way right here on the All Indiana Podcast Network. Discover more at wishtv.com and when you follow Wish TV on Facebook. Plus, be sure to follow and subscribe to the AC's Conversations podcast and others on the All Indiana Podcast Network. Connect now at allindianapodcastnetwork.com.